What's up, good people? It's Jimmy Jam. Before I actually start the show, I'm going to play a voice message that was left on yesterday's episode when we talked about wisdom and being humble. So I'm going to let y'all hear it. It's actually funny that you bring this up. I, uh, Me and my sister went to a Christian daycare when we were in like elementary school. And there was one moment where we had to uh, wash, wash feet. At the time, I was so angry, and for years later, I was so angry, and now it's kind of, I mean, luckily, I got to wash my sister's feet, so it wasn't like a complete stranger's, um, but even that was like, oh my God, like, why do I have to do this? But um, yeah, definitely a humbling a humbling uh, experience, and now that you're bringing this up uh, in biblical terms, it really um, proves to be a valuable lesson. What's up, good people? You are now listening to the Jimmy Jam Radio Show, a show where we discuss life, health, and biblical truth. My name is Jimmy. I am your host for today. Now let's get started. What's up, good people? Want to say good morning to you. It is Thursday. Happy Thursday. Hope you're having a great morning. My morning is going really well. Today is a great day. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Jimmy Jam Radio Show. Thank you for all of you who take the time out of your day to listen to what I got to say and some of the things that God has placed on my heart to share with you all. Today, we're actually going to be talking about a very, very interesting topic. We're going to talk about relationships today. One of the biggest, most talked about topics that I can think of um, in any conversation that's it's any conversation today is probably going to be relationship nine times out of 10. I can bet if you're having a conversation with somebody and they're a close friend or they're close in your circle, most of the time, probably every single day, you're probably going to talk to them about the relational part of your life. Even if you're single, you're probably going to talk to them about your emotions of what you deal with in your emotions as a single person. But if you are with a spouse or you have a girlfriend, a boyfriend or whatever it is, nine times out of 10, every day, you're probably going to say something about the relationship, whether it's to them or to anybody. So this topic right here, there are, there's a lot that goes into relations, right? Even friendships. We talk about friends every day, at least once a day, right? We talk, there's something about a friendship or relationship that we end up speaking on. So this topic right here is like the biggest topic every single day that's always on our hearts. And there are a lot of things about this topic that we don't talk about day to day that if you realize it, this is the biggest part um, or biggest portion of our life is our relations with other people whether it be a friendship, marriage, um, or actual relationship, dating phase, or whatever it may be, this is a big part of our life, is our relations with other people. And we talk about that every single day. So today we're going to talk about relationships. And we're going to talk about listening in relationships and how uh, important that is. So I'm going to break down a lot of game for the guys today. I'm going to break down a lot of game for the fellas today on some things that I learned Some growing pains that I had to go through to actually learn and actually grow myself as a man. And hopefully um, 
as you listen to this, this will help you analyze some things in your life. It's for the women, too. Now, this is for women, too. It's a two way street. But just coming from a man's perspective, as because I am a man, this generally helped me grow as a man um, in so many different areas of my life just by listening and just by doing this this one little act of kindness and, and character and integrity. Um, it helped me grow. So we're going to go right into it, man. I got a lot of points that I want to share with you guys. And um, I'm going to just be bouncing around from different things and just kind of sharing my experiences and sharing my wisdom here about listening and relationships. So the first thing I got for y'all, man, is um, listening. We should be listening to understand and not respond. I'm going to start right there. We should be listening to understand people and not respond a lot of times. I find in myself a lot of times, even now when I'm just having casual conversation with uh, friends or coworkers, that I'd be so ready to speak. I'd be so ready to talk that like they'll be talking to me and they'll be saying it and I'll be ushering it along so that I could speak. And I'm pretty sure we've all done this at some point or time in our life. And we probably do it without even realizing that we're doing it, that they'll be talking to us and we'll be like, mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. And then X, Y and Z, just so we can get to our point so we can say what we're saying, even though we're in agreement with what they're saying, we're really not listening to what they're saying. We're just so excited about what we have to say that we have to pretend that we're listening to what they're saying. So we can share in excitement. So because we really want them to get excited more about what we're about to say, more so than we're excited about what they're saying. So if you think about what's actually going on in that in that small little frame of conversation, you're actually not even paying attention even closely to the emotions of that person and what's going on. Because if they're like, it's, it kind of brings to an example, if they're sharing something exciting with you, right? They're excited. They're talking to you. They're sharing you the details. You know, they're sharing you a joke. They're telling you a joke, right? A person telling you a joke and they're excited about the joke. And you got a joke in your head too, that you want to share back. You're actually not even paying attention to the emotions of that person. And actually just how excited that person is to actually share their joke with you. You're just so excited about your joke that you're speeding their joke along so you can share yours. And you think they'll be more excited about your joke than they're excited themselves about telling their joke. You see what I'm saying? So we, we got to listen to understand and not respond. And you really got to analyze yourself to see what's going on within yourself to catch yourself in those moments. I catch myself in those moments all the time. And I think about it, too. And I'm like. Yeah, no, I was not listening at that point. I was actually starting to cut this person off at certain times and trying to interject. And that's just not polite. I used to think that was okay at one point, um, you know, in relationships because I was used to doing it and I was used to communicating with people like that. Right. Like, you know, I had no problem with cutting people off because people cut me off and it I had no problem with it. Right. Like I have no problem with people cutting me off and talking at that point. I didn't. At that point, I had no problem because people always did it. And I always did it with my friends. And you never know how people really feel about it. But just from my perspective, I was like, well, it doesn't seem like it. We talk like normal. 
and we do it all the time. You know, I'll just share what I have to share. They'll share what they have to share. You know, there's, there's a happy medium there. But then as I got older and I realized, I'm like, I'm, I stopped learning when I cut you off. Now we're just spitting knowledge or spitting information at each other. And we're actually not learning or actually even remembering things because we barely hear it. It's kind of like, oh, you say something cool. Oh, I got something cool as well back. Oh, that's cool. You got like a one up. So it's almost like a one up type thing. So, yeah, man, we should listen to understand and literally just want to gather that information, gather that knowledge of whatever the person is actually speaking to us and telling us not to respond. And we should also be humble and change our finger. And what I mean by changing your finger is stop responding to people when you listen to respond. A lot of us that listen to respond, we listen to respond to people on the basis of our finger being pointed at people not necessarily ourself. Let's let us be humble and change our finger back at ourselves, so that when we respond, because we understand what the person is saying, we go more inside and internal and we can respond to ourselves more so on the basis of responding to the person. For example, if you're telling me that I talk too loud and you're talking to me about how loud I talk and I'm ready to respond to you, I'm already having in my mind, my fingers pointing at you on the reason why I talk so loud. So now I'm talking, I'm ready and listening in response to point my finger at you instead of like listening and internalizing what you're saying. Because now I'm not even hearing what you're saying. My finger is already at you. So I'm like, yep, I'm just ready to tell you. I'm ready to explain myself to you and let you know your part. Right. I'm just ready to let you know your part. Let us not listen to respond with our fingers pointed at someone else as the problem. Always, always look at self. When you do listen, listen to analyze yourself. I'm telling you, I'm giving men, I'm giving you a key solution to cut down on a lot of arguing cut down on a lot of problems in your relationships or in your marriages It's for married people too. married people. Hey, I'm not married, but I understand the value of listening to people because it also goes into relationships and the work in the workforce. Listen to evaluate yourself. Also to take notes to pray about, man, if there's something that someone is speaking to you about and it, you disagree with it, or you're not, you know, you don't feel good about it. Like when people, I generally, I look at myself, right? Most of the times when people are, would tell me things about myself that I didn't agree with or things about myself that actually angered me, right? We have to be honest. We do get angry sometimes when people tell things about ourselves that we might not agree with or that might not be true. Or even if it is true, we might not want to accept. Yes, we do get angry sometimes. So take notes and pray about it. As a matter of fact, the next time you have a conversation with somebody and, you know, or your spouse or even your friends, and they're really telling you some very important information about you or, you know, some things about their life in general, take some notes to pray about it. Don't always think you have to 
offer a solution or suggestion or some sound wisdom and advice and different things like that, just take notes. You will then see what it is that that person is trying to convey to you in the message, whether they're trying to tell you about you or about them and their emotions and how what you're doing affects them. Or maybe they're trying to tell you some information that, you know, maybe you don't really need to respond to. Maybe they just want you to go and share in their sorrows, share in their pain, you know, share in their moment. You know, not a lot of time. A lot of times I've realized, especially as a man in relations with women, uh, they don't always want you to 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 be, you know, the guy, right? You don't always have to be the guy to always Mr. Fix-It. You know, Mr. Fix-It is just my little phrase of men. Because I feel like with all of us men, we can fix it all. We, we can fix everything, right? Oh, this is what's going on with you? Well, just do this. Oh, well, let me do this. I'll take care of this. It's in our nature as men to create, to build, to protect, right? So when we hear problems, we automatically think solution. We automatically formulate in our mind, all right, this is going on at your job. Okay, they doing what to you? All right, this is what you got to do right here. This is all you got to do, right? I noticed for me, a lot of times, I would always just always correlate to the Bible. The Bible is a big part of my life. I realized a lot of times when I would speak, I would always correlate to the Bible. Well, you know, the Bible says this, right? You know, the Bible says that. I understand for me, that works for me. That's what men need. Men need logic. Men need advice with logic, not necessarily emotion. So that worked for me, but that don't always work for women, right? They don't always want logic. They don't always want to know what they should do because they already know what they should do. Sometimes they just want it want you to just be there in that space. It's kind of like, I'm mad. You need to be mad. I just want you to be mad with me. That's it. That's it. That is all. All right. If I'm crying, just cry. I don't, I don't need no talking. Just sit beside me and cry and I'll feel better. I will feel it, it's crazy to think, especially as a man, that if you just cry because some because someone else is crying, that they'll actually feel better. It's crazy to think that. But there's some truth to that. Because I've been in positions like that myself where like not crying. Right. But just like understanding like, hey, I'm tired. Life is tough. I just want you to be in this space where I'm at. Just join my space to understand where life is tough at. And just think about when life was tough for you. Just think about when it was tough for you. Join me in that space again and just sit with me and then converse with me about life being tough. And that will help me feel better. So I realized that, you know, a lot of times that's sometimes that's what we need. Sometimes we need to listen, you know, just to take notes to go back and pray. Well, I'm going to pray about that for you. I'm going to go back and pray on that for you. You need prayer with this. You know, I don't have all the answers to it, but I'm going to go pray about it. And even if I do have the answers to it, I know now is not the best time to talk about it. I'm just going to go and I'm going to pray about it. And then tomorrow, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, as, as far as my prayers, God can give you strength to continue to walk through your mountain, whatever your mountain is. I will 
sit with you and share in your sorrows and in your pain or your grief or whatever you're going through in your problems at work. And we will pray and we will move through it together through prayer. So maybe that's what you need to do. You know, maybe you need to take take some notes, you know, take some notes, pray about it, listen, understand, not respond, things like that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I, st- I got a lot of good points that I'm going to share. We're going to take our time with these points. Just like relationships take time to build and to develop and to, and to you know, be led by God. There's a lot of grooming there. There's a lot of growth there that needs to happen between two people, even in a marriage. You know, it's just because you're married don't mean the journey is over. It actually just begun between the two people. And li- you haven't even scratched the surface of listening. Um, and, and actually understanding your partner or your best friend or your child, listening to your child, having begun to understand the importance of how huge these things play a part in the growth process of human beings. So y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Jimmy Jam radio show. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back, people. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Jimmy Jam radio show on the show. We talk about life and we talk about life experiences. We also give advice on how to live healthier, more fulfilled lives in this world. And then we also go over various topics based on biblical truths. And we tie those biblical truths in to our experiences And we've had a lot of different experiences here on the show that we've shared. We've talked about a lot of different topics um, on how to live healthier lives. Listening is one big topic on how to live a healthier life. Your life will be so much better when you come from a point of yielding and actually shutting your mouth off. Like, I kid you not, people will be so much better when they stop talking. It's crazy. But you can hear God more when you stop talking. You can literally hear the voice of God speak in your life when you stop. So if you think about it, there's a pause there. In order for you to stop, you have to be in a motion of going, right? You have to be in a forward go in order to stop, just like a car. A car is going before a car is stopping because to stop, you have to go. So it's the same thing with listening. In order for you to listen, you had to have already been in a point of talking. So in order for you to actually grow in your listening, you have to come to an acceptance that you've been talking too much. So that's a big key. Oh, man. Oh, man. I do not know if y'all just heard that piece of wisdom right there. Uh, That almost blew over my head. All right. Let me let you got to let that soak in right there. That was so deep right there. Let that soak in. But uh, anyway, man, you have to get to a good point to realize and accept yourself I talk way too much. And you know what? I want to work on that. You have to admit that. So we're going to keep going with the points that I got right here. Next point I got for you, just listening into relationships. um, Check your emotions. Pride may be there. So when you're listening to your friends or to your child or to your spouse or whoever, your boss, check your emotions. Literally, Take time to analyze yourself and analyze how you feel. This is something that I did a lot um, when I was coming into the knowledge of actually 
grooming myself and learning how to listen and more specifically learning how to listen to the opposite sex. Um, I, I find myself, I don't really have a problem too much with listening to another man, mostly because I've grew, I grew up with my father. So I had to listen to the man every day, all day. And even though a lot of stuff got in, some stuff slipped out that, you know, I didn't really understand or really didn't hear from my dad until I got older and experienced myself. But you know, as I began to go through the experiences as a man myself, I have no problem with listening to a man now because, you know, we we know what we know and we know what gets through to each other. Just like women know how to speak to women and get through to women and what actually connects with women. Same thing with men. So I spend a lot of time understanding and listening to the opposite sex. So that way I know how to communicate with the opposite sex. So with women. So. One, that's one of the biggest things I had to learn how to understand and check my emotions to realize if pride is there. So when you're actually in the action of listening to the person, how do you feel? Do you feel angry? Do you feel like you just got to get out and say what you want to say? Or do you really feel like, no, I don't really feel like talking right now. I just feel like listening to you. I'm learning so much. I want to keep this going. I feel like asking questions. Do you feel like asking more questions? Are you intrigued? Are you actually interested in the topic? Do you actually have value to add to the conversation, not just taking, right? What's your input? Are you listening to add wisdom and input, not just a response, right? You know, a lot of times it's real easy to listen and give a response, you know, people do it all the time when they're on the borderline of going to sleep. They'll they'll listen to you and they'll respond to you with what you say in a response to let you know that they're actually listening. You know, me being guilty, I've done it quite a few times. And uh, I would say I'm a master at listening to respond when I'm half sleep because I could hear everything you're saying. And because I already talk like this. I repeat and regurgitate what people are saying to understand people because I do this normally and naturally. This is a way I understand people. I repeat what you say. I also do it when I'm half asleep. So it's kind of tough to know when I'm actually listening to you and when I'm actually not. So I'll be like, oh, yeah, man, that's crazy. You know, so you actually did go to the store. You'll be like, yeah, I just went to the store. Oh, OK, so you went to the store. That'll be me. Right. But that's how I internalize what you said. You know, I actually got off at five o'clock today and I went home and I cooked chicken. Oh, OK. So you cook some chicken today. This is like my natural response. So if I'm half asleep, I'm not. I didn't hear the whole first part. I just responded just to give you a response. And I did not understand nothing you said. So uh, check your check your emotions. You know, pride might be there because you may be listening um, in anger. And when you, when you do respond, you might respond in a negative way that people might take in a different light. Also note that you're in a partnership, not a corporation. This is huge. You are in a partnership, not a corporation. One biggest, one of the big things that, um, I really took note of in my relations with people and in my relationships is that, I didn't realize I'm in a partnership. This is not in a corporation. You have a top down. 
You have the person that's giving the instructions, directions, and that just goes straight down. When you're in a partnership, you're listening so that you can come together. You're not listening so that you can take ideas and then formulate your own individuality and your own individual decision. You're together. You have to remember, even in a friendship, it's your it's y'all's friendship, not just like your friendship. Like, yeah, this is my friend. No, we are friends. Right. Like when you let's just like when you're introducing people. Right. Like this is my friend. You know, this is what we say. Right. This is my friend. Or you could say this is my friend, John. Or you could say me and John, we are friends. So when someone asks you, who's this? Oh, this is John. We are friends or this is my friend, John. Like it's just a perspective of how you look at that. uh, Look at that phrase. Same way when it comes down to partnership. Right. It's either. All right. I'm taking what you're saying. I'm taking everything you're telling me about how our relationship is going or how our friendship is going. Or I'm taking everything my child is telling me. Right. That about, you know, what they're struggling with and. I'm taking it, but I'm still going to make my decision or I'm taking it and I'll put my part on it. They'll put their part on it and then we'll come together in a partnership, not a corporation or a sole proprietorship. Right. Sole proprietorship, you make all decisions and it's almost like they're there and you're listening to them. But you still it's like, nope, I hear what you're saying. You know, I got (laughs) I got a friend that says this all the time. I hear what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, you hear what I'm saying. And you're still going to make your decision, which is fine. But again, all goes back to listening and to realize that even if in a friendship or even in, you know, with your child, that's a partnership. They want to be able to feel that you understand them and you're actually taking consideration to come to an agreement or a compromise with them. Now, parenting can be a bit different because you still have to show the structure of authority there. And sometimes, you know. My dad lays the law down. Sometimes he'll listen to me and other times. mm -mm, Nope. The law is laid. I hear it. That's a I hear what you're saying moment for children. I hear what you're saying. But no, you go into bed at nine o'clock. You make a very good argument. Very good case. Yes, you got good grades in school. You've been doing well, but you still go in bed at nine o'clock. I don't care when my mom. I could I could make all I could do everything spot on. And there was just no getting around nine o'clock bedtime when I was young. There's no getting around that. I could not. I don't care how much she she would listen to. And her decision still the same. So that's different. <laughs> that is different when it comes to kids. Also, too, man, it's going to keep going. You don't know the plan. So stop working alone. Kind of goes back to the partnership thing. You don't know plans. So stop making decisions alone, man. You don't have to even in friendships. You don't have to make those decisions alone. Really take in what people are telling you. Listening. Oh, this is huge, too. Listening and talking less is different. All right. Listening and talking less is so different. I, 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 I didn't even notice the difference until I just took some time to sit down so you can listen and talk less and still be screwed right just because you you're talking less doesn't mean that you're actually adding value to a conversation and actually um putting input to a situation right i could be sitting here 
and understanding you and listening to you and absorbing everything you got to say. And I could be talking to you less and still not adding anything to the conversation. So, you know, you've probably been in the situations before yourself where you've probably done that. And then the person is like, hello, are you still there? Or do you not want to talk anymore? <laughs> it's like, OK, are you even interested in our conversation anymore? Because you are not talking anymore. You're listening, but you're not talking. So try talking less is not the solution. OK, so talking less is not the answer. You still need to con conversate. OK, you can listen and conversate. You don't, you know, and that goes back to checking your emotions. A lot of times we talk less because we're angry and we're just like, all right, I'm just going to listen to you. Right. Pride sets in. All right. You want me to listen? I, I, I'm listening to everything you got to say. Go ahead. Talk. You know, same thing with, with kids. Right. Kids storming in their parents' room. I always imagine. I don't know why. I always imagine just this white kid coming into mom's room. You never listen to me. You know, like crying. You never hear what I got to say. And the parent comes in the room. I'm sorry. You know, sits on the bed. All right, you go ahead and talk. Whole time the parent is just like mixed with emotions. The parent is angry and sad and all these emotions while they're sitting on the bed. And then the child begins to talk. And the whole time, what they're doing is they're just talking less. They're not actually adding value to a solution um, or trying to come to an agreement. They're just like, all right, cool. My, my kid is angry. I'm just going to sit in here and not say much. That is not the answer. I had to learn this the hard way. Fellas, this is, I'm telling you, I'm giving you some, some game right now. Talking less is not the answer. So check your emotions when you're actually coming to a resolve. Ooh, that was key, man. Y'all need to put that on, on, write that on your walls in your house. Write that all over your walls. Listening and talking less is different because that, that uh, added a lot of growth to my life. Also, listening brings honest evaluation of self, of self. Listening brings so much honest evaluation of yourself because when you listen, you get to evaluate your thoughts, you get to evaluate your actual opinions before you speak, because when you say stuff and it's out there, it is out there and you cannot take it back. It's so key. We say it all the time. Watch your words. People don't really watch their words because they don't evaluate themselves honestly. Yeah, I was listening to you. What did I say? I didn't think anything was wrong with what I said. Well, if you actually evaluated yourself honestly, you knew this was going to be wrong to say and you said it anyway. You just came to a point where you didn't care and you're not being honest with me about it that you didn't care. That's different. A lot of people are not honest about their words and they're not honest in their evaluation of self. You know, they don't always tell you the truth when they're holding something in and they really want to say something, you know. A lot of people like to brush it off. I'm fine. You're not fine. You're really not fine. It's eating you up right now, sitting there while I'm expressing to you how I feel. That's eating you alive. You really don't want to talk about it. You really don't want to hear about this. People don't like. People are not comfortable. And I used to be like this for a long time. People are not comfortable with confrontation. People don't like issues. People don't like to confront issues. People don't like to grow. You, you have to get through the stuff to grow. 
So the longer you put these things off, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to listen to this. The longer you put that off, the longer it's going to take for you to grow in that particular area. It's not like you're just going to magically like, I got it. That don't, <laughs> that don't happen. Like, oh, I got it now. I got exactly why you this and that. You could be completely off and you'll be going off of your own interpretation of that person, especially in a friendship, right? Oh, I, I got why so-and-so did this to you. No, you don't. You don't got why because you didn't even listen to so-and-so. You didn't even listen to the person actually expressed to you because you put it off. You didn't want to hear it. You didn't want to talk about it. You put it off. Now you just magically got it, right? You just got this revelation from God, right? Like, bam, it's there. I understand now why you act the way you act when you're in the classroom now, you know, talking to your children. I got it. You didn't really hear internally what the child is actually going through, though. So you're not making a very good, honest evaluation of self. You're like, yeah, no, I actually didn't hear you. And, um, you know, I just kind of made that up. And the last thing I got for you guys today, which is the number one key element to listening, especially for the men, I'm telling you. Listening is love, man. Listening is love. You, you, you listen to what you love. Think about that. You listen to what you love. If you love cars, you listen to the car. You listen to how the car operates. You listen to what it sounds like. You check it when it's sick. You put oil in it. You know what to do. And then sometimes you don't do anything. Sometimes you let it rest. Going back to the part to where you just got to pray. Sometimes you just like, well, some, you know, car might just be running hot because it needs to be cut off. Maybe there's nothing wrong with it. You love, you know, you listen to what you love. Listening is love. If you if you love your partner, you love your friends, you love your child, you love God. (laughs) If you love God, you listen to God and God guides you just as everything else guides you. Because you're being guided through this life, through God and through your life experiences with people. Trees, plants, food does the same thing. If you listen to your body, your stomach will let you know, oh, that was bad. I did not like that hamburger you just put in there. Ooh, that sushi was bad. Like, oh, and you feel that pain and you listen to your body. You can listen to it or you can ignore it. Like most people do conversations. You could ignore the conversation. All right, stomach, I don't want to talk about what I just ate because I was hungry and we're not about to have the discussion. You could ignore it, right? You cannot do an honest evaluation. Well, maybe it wasn't that bad. Like the sushi wasn't all that bad. You'd be trying to psych yourself out, right? The same way we're doing conversations. It wasn't that bad. Like the chicken, it was it was a little undercooked. You know, we try to add all these little smaller explanations. It was a little undercooked. But it was it was actually okay. No, that chicken was horrible. You should not have eaten that chicken. It it had all types. It had blood coming out. You how you gonna justify the blood coming out of the chicken? The same way we try to justify arguments. We get into arguments, and it's all it all starts with us, and we try to justify. Well, I wouldn't have said this if you, you know, the finger. Well, it wasn't. We wouldn't even be here. All those, I'm telling you, it's certain phrases to stay away from, too. I learned this, too. Stay away from these phrases. You always, ooh, stay away from that phrase, especially with friendships, especially with, you know, children, too. Think about how we say that with children. You always, ooh, hmm, man, ooh, 
I'm, I'm giving y'all some help right now. Really evaluate this. Evaluate your conversation. You always try your best to stay away from those phrases. Also, try your best to stay away from just the word you. Think about how many times you say the word you, you, you. It's key because you're already pointing when you say the word you already. Also, try to refrain from elevations of your tone of voice. Not everybody responds the way, especially with kids and especially with women. They do not respond to loud noises. It's hard for me to do because I have a naturally loud tone of voice. And I really, really, and I'm not, I know I'm not the only man, but I really have to work on toning it down because I'm a naturally excited guy. I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of passion and I like to talk about topics. I like to talk about different things. So whenever there's an issue and especially when I'm getting into a moment of sharing my feelings or emotions or teaching such as what I'm doing right now. My voice gets elevated like this and I just talk like this and it just goes for a very long time and not everybody likes it. And I understand. So if I'm actually trying to get some information and knowledge and come to a compromise, I got to tone my voice down and go Barry White. Sometimes you got to go Barry White on people that go for women too. try to bear. Try your Barry White voice out. Even kids. Kids got their own version of a Barry White voice. You know, when they try to get all soft on you. And try to talk to you all low and loving. And he's like, "Mm mm-hmm, I know you want some. I'm listening. Go ahead and tell me what you want. You're listening at that point. Mama is listening, kids. If kids are listening to this, mama is listening when you tone your voice down and you talk all soft like this right here. And you just come to mama, you be like, mom, you know I love you. I used to do my mama like that all the time. It didn't work all the time, (laughs) obviously. But, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Listening is love, man. So I hope y'all really took some notes today. I hope you're having a great Thursday. It is a wonderful day outside today. Go out there and enjoy the day and think about these relations that you have with other people and think about your own internal self. What do you actually do when you're talking to people? Hopefully this improves your relations with others, you know, your kids, your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And I uh, hope you learned something today, man. Hopefully you got a little wisdom today. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. On tomorrow, we have another special guest, a really good friend of mine, um, actually a co-worker that taught me all about direct marketing. Tomorrow is Finance Friday, man. So get excited. So I appreciate y'all. This is the Jimmy Jam Radio Show. And I'll talk to y'all next time. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Jimmy Jam radio show. If you have enjoyed what you heard today and you think others will too, be sure to share this to all of your social media platforms and spread the word. If you have any questions or suggestions on the next topic, or if you feel like you want to be a guest on the show, feel free to send me an email to jimmyjamspeaks at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmyjamspeaks at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to the Jimmy Jam radio show. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.